Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's the Monday edition of the Oakley Show. Every weekday afternoon at this time, we drill down on topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Joining us, our regular Monday crew, Mike Van Solen, a principal at Navigator. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon, John. Kim Wright uh, is the president of Wright Strategies, as well as an ardent new Democrat. How's Kim? Better than my NCAA basketball bracket, but it's a good day anyway. Wow, I thought your bracket blew up on day one. No, it blew up when Michigan lost, but, uh, yeah. Michigan State's doing okay. Michigan State was... uh, Dead to me. Is okay. Uh, Ms. Batra may uh, (laughs) want to hex them, but... All right, Adrian Batra, the editor-in-chief of the Toronto Sun, a big Duke fan, and the Blue Devils couldn't get it done, notwithstanding they've got the greatest basketball talent in a generation. Couple generations, yeah, actually. Zion Williamson. Well, my basketball bracket blew up more than Justin Trudeau's government. Whoa! But look at you. It's still a great day for talk radio. John. Turning this into a political <laughs> statement. Well, we're going to talk about that, but I just wanted to first off ask something in uh, the aftermath of the Environment Minister Rod Phillips joining us. You know, the carbon tax is a big story du jour because this is where it's being imposed against Ontario's or at least the government's wishes. Uh, they're going to fight it in court. It's going to court in a couple of weeks, but uh, in the interim. From we're paying, as you've seen at the gas station and so on and so forth. Now the PCs are also pl- promising to broadcast, or at least it's been suggested they've got some ads in the works, two 30-second spots for TV, for radio, as well as print online and so on and so forth, against the carbon tax. And the naysayers, because I'm reading this in the Star, Adrian, uh, believe that this is Who? an abuse. <laughs> yes, this is an abuse of taxpayer money. I want you to weigh in first off. Well, I think it would be a very big concern and a big red flag for uh, for Premier Ford himself to use taxpayers' money to do this. They have broadcasted actually quite wide and well that they have every intention of fighting uh, Justin Trudeau's carbon tax, punitive carbon tax in the courts. Uh, my understanding and some of the information that I have, uh, which, which will be coming forward with uh, over the course of the next couple of hours and will be in the Toronto Sun tomorrow, is that they likely will not be actually going ahead and broadcasting against the carbon tax using public funds in the form of radio advertising, television advertising, etc. cetera. Um, my understanding um, from uh, those in my newsroom that are working on this story is that the notion of of putting a public campaign against the carbon tax came forward. It was, uh, you know, cobbled together and they had their la- language and their messaging. But uh, certain people in the premier's office did not sign off on it. And so this is still a giant question mark. And I suspect by the time we have this discussion, maybe this time next week, there will be no ads against the uh, carbon tax coming forward right. from the well, premier. I just asked uh, Rod Phillips, the environment minister, uh, maybe he's less in the know than you are in the Sun newsroom or whatever. Well, but, stranger things have happened. Okay. Well, uh, the idea, though, is he said we're uh, really going to use every tool in the toolkit to right. fight this. And notwithstanding, you know, because the, the Liberal government federally, they've also used taxpayers' money to advocate for their point of view or position. I mean, Andrew Scheer has taken heat because he's 
done mass textings right. on, the, on the weekend again it as well. Uh, is it all fair dinkum in trying to win hearts and minds, Mike Van Solen? Look, I think it depends a lot on the content. And, you know, what Andrew Shear did was with party resources versus what uh, Justin Trudeau might be able to do and Doug Ford might be able to do, which is with government resources. Uh, I'm I'm certainly okay with the idea that governments have some permission space to have advertising about their programs and stuff that they proactively are, are doing. Uh, we give governments a lot of money uh, by way of taxes for them to, to run programs and services for us. So uh, advertising them and, and bringing them out, to giving uh, making sure people know about them and how to use them is appropriate. This is right on the line, and I think the content of the ads would be important because where this moves from government program to, excuse me, it moves to politicking, uh, you know, that's where it gets a little tricky. And as uh, as stewards of the public purse, as uh, Doug Ford and his government is, is is professes to be, this is an important area. They'd have to really think about it. And may, maybe we have some breaking news here from Batcher that it's not going forward. So they have to be really careful, uh, particularly as conservatives who are, are mm-hmm. very mindful of, of the public purse. All right. But Adrian doesn't want to scoop herself, you see. No. No. I just I'm giving a public service announcement at okay. this point. Let me get by, Kim right in the, here. By I the mean, newspaper. Just very yeah. quickly, because I've got so many other uh, topics to delve into, but, uh, you know, would, would it have been wrong, let's say, if Adrian's right on this intel that they're not going to go ahead with this? So what I would say to the to the government, should they be listening, and it's a great show, so they should absolutely be listening, um, is that if you are going to beat the bejesus out of families with autism and withhold their funding, then maybe doing an ad campaign that is a little bit self-serving might not be your best course of action, especially going into a budget time where they're going to have more cuts. Because as I've heard many people and pundits have to say, look, if they can go after kids with autism, why do you think you're special? So this is not the time for them to be spending a million or two million dollars on an ad campaign. It was bad enough they had every cabinet minister and caucus member standing beside a a gas pump yesterday, whether they had a car or not. Uh, And, you know, they've gotten their point across. I also think it's fundamentally just a little too rich for my liking uh, that they're going after the federal government for overreaching and creating a program because they're the big brother and they can when the province has no problem doing that to municipalities over and over and over again. All right. Well, uh, let me ask Mike Van Solen. I mean, Mm -hmm. will the resistance to this come from the consumer and business? Yeah, I think so. Uh, look, it's uh, going to be really tough for the federal government to uh, move forward with this tax. They they put themselves on the trolley tracks. They're now going to have to defend this through to the next election. Being on the side of a party that has to defend a tax versus being uh, on the side of a party that is uh, fighting against it, I'd rather be fighting against the tax. People are finding life more and more expensive. This is what uh, the liberal, the provincial liberals ran into and, and why Doug Ford was successful in the last election. Because he knew that people were finding life more expensive in these big expensive programs that the liberal government had on offer in the last election. Even when it, was, well, even when it had the word free in front of it, free daycare, free, uh, free tuition, just didn't sound free to Ontarians. And I think that's the same challenge that the federal liberals are going to have. I am totally on side with Doug Ford and his government fighting as hard as they can against this carbon tax because I think it will make life more more expensive. The The question where it gets a little tricky is how you use public resources to sort of do that. And it sounds like they're having a hard think on that topic. All right. Well, Adrian, you do think there is going to be resistance to this or typically Canadians bake this stuff into the pie. They bitch and moan about it and then they get on with it. No, this is different. This is different because 
this is something you are going to physically feel every day when you go to the grocery store, when obviously you went to the gas pumps this morning to fill up your vehicle, when you go to pay for anything that you consume, you are going to physically feel this. And I know that they've made this retroactive to, to this year's um, tax expenses and, and, and tax returns, etc. But there is an extraordinary amount of cynicism that Canadians have baked in mm. when it comes to anything. When government says to you, you are going to pay more, however, you're going to get more back. No one that doesn't, not only does it not make sense, the messaging has been terrible. I heard Catherine McKenna this morning on with our colleagues, um, Stafford and Sapria, and I, I listened to what she had to say, and I was just like so many of the listeners of AM640 and Canadians in general, shaking my head because not only did she make no sense whatsoever. She did not, was incapable of making the case as to where is this money going to go? You're going to collect all these hundreds of millions of dollars from Canadians. And I know that there's a law that says they, they can hold on to it. But where is this money going to go? What effectual change are you going to make? Canadians understand climate change is a reality. We all want to do our part. But they do not feel that government is the one that is going to have the solution for it, nor taking more away from them. You know them who did actually have a plan of where that w- that carbon tax money was going to go to? And it was a pretty thought out plan was, oh, right, uh, the former leader of the Ontario PC party, Patrick Brown, under You mean which, the current mayor of Brampton, the current Kim? mayor of I think Brampton, that's what you, who, who you're referring to. a number of PC candidates got behind, ran for, and, uh, you know, look, uh, Premier Ford has every right to say this isn't his thing, and he was very clear about that through and the Premier campaign. And Premier Ford was very very clearly elected uh, uh, on one of these well, issues as well. He only ran on six planks, so let's not get too... Yeah, but not an insignificant one when you're no, saying, no. I'm not going to take Absolutely. more money away he, from he, you than has already been. He, in fact, said very clearly, I am not going to take in this money that can be used by municipalities, school boards, to retrofit buildings, to actually make it so schools are tolerable as, uh, as, as buildings for kids to learn in and teachers to teach in. He was very clear about that. What he hasn't been clear about is where he's going to make up that money because all we have heard from day one of being elected is we've got a $15 billion, $16 billion, a kajillion dollar deficit that whatever the number will suit for the day. But this is so typical of you guys on the the left. But what it is is, okay, we have this deficit. We have a massive budget that's going to be produced next week on the 11th of April. Ultimately, what does this government stand for? What do they want to do? And how are they going to take those tax dollars and help students, help hallway medicine, and help all the other, you know, five other things they got elected on? Where were you guys for the last 16 years when the Liberals were absolutely lighting our economy on fire in a negative way and not paying for those things, not retrofitting those schools, collecting hundreds of billions of taxpayers' dollars and not investing in, fact, in those municipalities for doing Come that? On. on day in and day out, there is no question that Andrea Horvath for the last decade has been absolutely adamant that schools need to be funded, uh, hospitals need to be retrofit, hallway medicine is an aberration and shouldn't be happening. Yeah, but how did we get into a position a moment that she was not doing up a, a, a politically corrupt liberal government for between Dalton McGinty and Kathleen Wynne. Your leader propped her up repeatedly because she wanted tiny little concessions in the provincial budget. 
That's what your leader did. She got those concessions. It moved which Ontario. Which never actually for, ever came to fruition. And that's why Andrea pulled the plug on that government, which I believe uh, should tell you everything you need to know about Andrea when she said, no, I cannot tolerate these people anymore and what they're doing. And I don't think that anyone for a moment when she when she pulled the when she uh, the the minority government when she voted against the budget and brought Mm. down the government Mm. now. Oh, okay, Dalton. Let's come back because uh, I mean, this is great theater, but, uh, you know, we're kind of politics is well, we're going around in circles. Well, okay, there's great theater happening in Ottawa as well. And the cynicism (laughs) that you alluded to, Adrian Batra, is being compounded by the stories that are continually uh, being dripped, dripped, dripped onto the Jody Wilson-Raybould and Justin Trudeau file. I wanted to uh, get some thoughts on that one in a moment. Another topic worthy of discussion, if I do say so. And we'll return on that note more here on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.